As we were praying, I saw a door, but there is a light shining around the door. That means um, a door is about to open for a family on the altar. Um, I just want us to be able to thank the Lord that this door, the Lord, we hope for that family. Father, we thank and bless you. Father, for the door that you are showing, this door of promotion, the doors. Father, I thank and bless you for the time. And it's time to go into the word of the living God. I pray that the word of God will do us good as the word came this morning in Jesus' name. Taking the word, be handing over to Pastor Oku this morning. The Lord bless you, sir. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everyone on the platform. Good morning, sir. We're thanking God for your lives. We pray that the Lord will continue to to bless and sanctify all your ways in Jesus' name. children are here again. It is your 
It is your prayer, Lord, that we all gather in the mornings and present ourselves and renew ourselves as spirit, soul, and body to you. Yes, Lord. It is of the Lord's doing that we were not consumed in the night, the night before, the week before, the month before, the years before. And therefore, Lord, even so many have gone, but you have kept us at such a time as this. Hallelujah. That purpose, Lord, we pray that you manifest it in every household, in every life, in every destiny, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We are weak, but you are strong, and therefore we are strong altogether. We thank you, Lord. A few words that we will speak this morning, let it minister faith, let it minister grace. In the mighty name yeah. of Jesus, Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Brethren, I greet you all in Jesus' name. Thank you, Amen. Pastor Emmanuel. The Lord bless you. Bless Amen. your family. Amen. This morning, we want to be looking at honoring God. Honoring God. Yes, um, this is a very contentious all a very uh, ambitious aspect of our Christian life. We all want to honor God and we have done our best. Bible talks about how that our righteousness is as filthy as right before the God, our God. And as we desire to honor him in one way or the other, it is just our best. It might, we might not be doing things right, but it's just our best. And we're giving all that we can. And I pray that everyone who stands up to pray, prays in earnest, honesty, prays with all their heart, desires to carry as many people along. And because today they say that people look at you, they don't read the Bible. And as you do that, the Lord will give you the grace to continue to the end in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It's our daily strive, but we have done the best. And our best sometimes might not be the best of God, but we do try. And I pray that we all try. And this morning, something when I got to feel that at the time is getting very close and very, very panicky because of the things that happened over the, the years, or mostly recent years, where you will wake up as a citizen of a nation and then the following one week, you're no more the citizen of that nation. You, 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 you don't even know what to call yourself. And things are getting even worse. You wake up, they say the other one is gone. And you wake up, they say, and such a thing happened. And and you in disbelief, they would send you the video and you'll see that it happened. It really happened. I cannot even mention some of the things that they show to you on the videos that they send. Sometimes I would go back to those people and say, please. For God's sake, don't send me those things anymore. Mm. Don't send me those things anymore. I, you can tell me 
Sometimes I want to I want to share it with my wife. My wife would tell me, "Don't send it to me. Please don't send it. Just tell me, because it's gruesome." And that is exactly how we have been com commonly used to. We are common. We are now commonly used to having evil spoken of slightly, carelessly, unnecessarily. And when these things are reducing the age, in those days we used to think that a witch, an evil person, has an ugly face with a horn on the head. And then it went on to believing that some people are very handsome, beautiful, pretty, and they are the evil. But now, what about the issues of it bringing the age down to teenagers? For people in their twenties to teenagers and now babies, you know, committing evil, and that is why we know that we have not prayed enough. Even if we did, we still need to do more. Mm -hmm. We pray that the Lord gives us the grace so that we are able to stay the sustaining power to the end. The sustaining power to the end. I want us to lift up our voices that the Lord will give us the grace to have the staying power to the end. In all this that is happening all around us, that God will give us the grace to have the that the blessing is only for those who will stay to the end. end. The blessing, the blessing of God, the blessings of God is just for those who will stay to the end. Let's lift up our voices and let's ask the Lord, Father, please give me this grace to be able to pass through these evil times that we are able to stay as a family, as individuals, but our destinies will not be truncated. So our destinies will not be removed, reduced, any way, shape, or form, and that we are able to Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith, and that at the end, may we be able to say, Father, we thank you for doing this for us, and you will be able to say to us, Thou good and faithful servant, come into my abode. In the mighty name of Jesus. That they would never even tell, they, they wouldn't even bring or recruit them to be part of this evil and, and perverse generation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. We're talking about honoring God in the face of all these predicaments. Honoring God. There's a story in John chapter 8 when Jesus went. You know, Jesus, all he, he did in his days was to go around doing good. The Bible says, for God was with him. Now he met this woman just on the verge of being stoned for committing adultery. And she was caught in the very act. 
and Jesus stepped in. Classical Jesus stepped in and, you know, said a few, you know, did a few things. And the people were convinced that they could not stone her. And they walked away, one after the other. They walked away. <laughs> On the same storyline, in the same city, there were also Jews who now would not leave him alone. They, they started talking to him and they got into an argument of the patrimony of Abraham. And he says to them, I'm just trying to imagine the conversation. You people are talking about things you don't even know. The Abraham that you're calling your father, you don't even know him. That Abraham saw my days. And then they began to ask, why do you think that you, you are so closer to God? Why would you own Abraham? Abraham is our father. He says to them, if Abraham was your father, you wouldn't want to kill me. You wouldn't want to kill me. Today, we are killing Jesus in every part of our discussion. We are killing him in every part of our association. We are killing him as fathers. We are killing him as sons. We are killing him as friends. We are killing him as neighbors. We are, we are dishonoring him in every way, shape, or form that we can. And therefore, Jesus said to them in John chapter 8 and verse 54, and he says, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father that honoreth me, of whom ye say that ye also honor, who is your God. Jesus is trying to tell them the kind of honor that you give to the same God that you say is your God. I know that he is my God, but you people have your own God. Your God is sin. Your God is, you know, killing people unnecessarily or, or saying evil things unto other people. But I know that this God that you're serving is not about what you are doing. And the God gets them, you know, confused and angry and would want to, you know, kill him and all that. This morning, I want us to use the same words of wisdom that the Lord has spoken to us. He wants us to come out openly and give him the honor that he deserves. Give him the honor that he desires. He wants to love us. That is why he has even salvaged us. I was reading a documentary recently. I listened to it. And they say in the UK, uh, it never even crossed my mind. And they were comparing it with the, with the nation of um, Turkey of old that had become the modern Turkey, that the Turkey was a Christian nation in the past. And then it, was, it is now a completely, completely, uh, you know, Islamized place, even though modernized. And that the UK is towing that path. And I was wondering what happened. And the same wondering that I am I, I'm doing now is the same wondering that people, a lot of people will be imagining right in our faces, every county to county, or share to share, or Yorkshire and, and Luke share, and every all the shares in the UK have been crossed over to the other side because. We cannot, as Christians, come out openly and, and be bold and be proud to say that I am a Christian. <laughs> I'm a Christian. Yes, whatever happens, I am a Christian. I'm still a Christian. 
We are so ashamed to even be called Christians. We are ashamed to be called Christians. The Bible says that I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but it's the power of God unto salvation to him that believe. I want us to pray this morning and say, Father, give that same grace that you give and boldness that you gave to the early church. Let it begin to shower on our lives all over again in the name of Jesus. That same grace, that same power, that same anointing, that same energy that you Simon, son of John, do you love me? 
And he said, yes, Lord, I love you. All Jesus kept saying to him was, feed my sheep. He said that to him three times, feed my sheep. And this morning, I'm calling each and every one of us. Sheep could be your children. Your own sheep could be your responsibility around you. Your own sheep could be your parish that you you you, you seek over. Your own sheep could be those that the Lord has presented. The Lord wants you to open your mouth and just speak his word. He wants you to, by action, he wants you to be, it's an, it's an action, it's, this is an action phrase or an action prayer. The Lord wants you to feed his sheep. The Lord wants you to pretend, and pretend, you know, present yourself worthy to serve him in places that are on uncouth, in places that are not, you know, that are sanctioned, but find a way to present yourself. Let someone be able to be comfortable, to be able to grow his, you know, his passion for Christ by knowing you, by associating with you. He says, he had nothing else to say to him. He just said, feed my sheep. This shows me that, that Jesus is kind of, kind of telling Peter, honor me, honor me. Whatever you know how to do, forget about those things. All you need to do is just honor me. And I can imagine the, you know, uh, um, Jesus telling him honor him because Jesus knows that he's already he's already prepared to bless him. In fact, he has already blessed him. Is it not the same Peter that Jesus said to him, "Now you you've got to give me this boat, and I have to use this boat, and I will use this boat to preach. I will use this boat, you know, and catch as much as much cachet cachet of fish as I could that could be." And all belongs to you. Jesus had seen, you know, saw Peter in and out. If there is anybody that Jesus saw in and out, it could have been Peter. He sees each and every one of us the same. And therefore he says, feed my sheep. That is all that he's saying to him. He says, honor me. We have not honored God enough. Even if Peter could still suspect the potency of Jesus, then who are we? John the Baptist also suspected the potency of Jesus, then who are we? And that's why I'm asking us this morning that we must honor God. If we do not honor God in our little places, let it not be, you know, written out of your script that you cannot even tell your children when they are not honoring God. Mm -hmm. Because they have now grown their, you know, you can't even, you can't even, you know, sleep in a, a conversation with them and interrogate why they cannot join the service, why they cannot go to church, why they cannot participate in the things of God because of the new age? Is it because of the new age or they are too big or your brother or your sister and you cannot go? Because those are that, that's your Jerusalem. That's the closest people to you. Majority of us know that we don't even have a culture of taking our older ones to the... Um, to the, with due respect, but to, to the older people's home, because it's not part of our culture mm -hmm. to do that. You know, it's expedient that it's done in some places because it's be, the, the, the care is tender, the care is good. It's a, it's a project that, that you know, um, a civilized society should look into. But, but we know that it is the same people that you are, you are scared to talk to now that are going to be there for you when you get older 
So if you could not tell them about Christ, if you could not coax them or coerce them or, or make sure that that which they need to do is what you have, you know that is the, the right thing to do and speak to them, if you know, so that they are also able to speak to their children. And and, and what else did God want? God said, the Bible says that I know that Abraham would teach this to his children. And when Abraham taught this to his children, I can imagine Isaac taught it to his children. I can imagine Israel taught the same, the same words of God, the same words of wisdom to his children. And the generation went on and on and on. And that is why, that is why when Abraham prayed for his children, you and I are his children. And the same spirit of replication is the same spirit that I'm calling this morning that we all pray for our children. That means we must also not be ashamed to tell them about the, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ because it's the power of God and salvation unto everyone who believes, everyone who believes. So as we say it to them, they're also going to say it to their children and the chain reaction will not break even though it might temporarily be caught up, but it will come back and gel back again. And, you know, the flame of God's power and God's anointing and God's comrade will come back into the family and it will glow again. And that is why I do not want this thing that happened in Turkey to happen in our generation, in a Christian country, in a Christian community, in a Christian society. It will not happen again in the name of Jesus. If, we, if it happens, it means I allowed it to happen. You allowed it to happen. And that's why we must honor God. You know, so many times things happen and then we begin to question the people who did it. But today in our society, we are, you know, abating and aiding those who have, you know, uh, you know, uh, dedicated their soul to evil. In Joshua chapter 9 and Joshua chapter 7 and, and verse 19 there, and, and it, the Bible says, and Joshua, Joshua, Joshua said unto Achan, my son, give, I pray thee, give glory to God, the God of Israel, and make confession unto him, and tell me now what thou hast done. He says, don't hide it from me. And Achan answered Joshua and said, indeed, I have sinned against the Lord. Indeed. I have sinned against my maker. And thus, and thus have I done. Now, he opened up because he disappointed himself. But unfortunately, he never got the second chance. Mm. Some people have second chances, third chances, fourth chances. You know, occasionally when I sit to do my, you know, my stuff, and I, I sit, you know, way back into the night or into into the space that I have, and I feel so guilty. I said, why am I sitting here to do, you know, mundane things because I, I am trying to, you know, establish myself. I mean, I mean, well, I should be praying. I should go back to, you know, I just, you know, close up everything and just move away and just find a place and just worship God privately, privately, you know, uh, it, because sometimes we spend more time in doing our personal thing more time in going to the, you know, uh, you know, uh, and satisfying our, our secular jobs, our secular responsibility, but less time in, you know, getting back to God and telling him how it is and crying before him 
I'm making him know that we want to honor you. We do not have enough to honor you. Our spirit is broken. Our lives are broken. Our footsteps, our legs are broken. Our neck are broken. When we lie down, we don't wake up with We pray, Lord, give us this grace. Lord, give us this grace. We want to be able to honor you. As we honor you, Lord, in the end, like the people of old, when they honored you, they did not look back. They had the same challenges. Father, I want us to, I want you to help me so that we are able to honor you and honor you well. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, there are other people who honored God out of compulsion. I do not want us to honor God out of compulsion. You remember that sometimes the, the, the people, you know, and uh, churches were going to collect their offerings, and then there was going to be preaching. There's going to be very, very huge preaching around collecting of offering. And then when it is time to either preach, you know, we don't have much time to preach, but at least the message of giving in church would be, everybody would take it home. In fact, the people who came knew would recognize that there was a preaching around, uh, you know, that aspect of the church offering. Now, I want us to know that if we do worship, honor, attract ourselves towards God, aggravate ourselves to the things of God, it, in compulsion, it is not very nice. It's like when you know your children, they, they, they're coming close to you because you know that there's, a, there's some goodies in your so hand. Cool. Now, Jonah honored God out of compulsion. True or false? Yes, he did. Because it was only when he went into the belly of the whale that he recognized God. Nebuchadnezzar honored God out of compulsion because he thought that he was the king of the earth and God showed him how to eat grass. Now, the children of Israel honored God out of compulsion. If you read the book of Judges, if you read the book of Second Kings, if you read the book of um, um, Chronicles, you would know that the children of God, they always waited until things went bad before they go back to honor God. We will not want that to be our portion because it is painful. It is very, very painful when you lose your, your space, you lose your country, you lose your nativity, you lose your language. You do not even know who you are anymore. Father, we will not wait until we worship you on by force before we recognize that you are the King of Kings, you are the Lord of Lords in the mighty name of Jesus. In the most wonderful name of Jesus. Book of Revelations, chapter 4, and verse 10, it teaches us how that the 24 elders, they worship God, they serve Him, they, you know, cast their crown down. It says, You are worthy. That is what they say. It says, You are worthy, Lord, our God, to receive glory, honor, and power for you created all things, and, and it was by you all things were created. He says, Father, we thank you. And that will be our prayer that we worship him irrespective of in, in all circumstances that we honor our God. We honor him with our tithes, we honor him with our time, we honor him with our you know with our resources in every form or shape that we have, with that we honor God. The Bible says in Colossians chapter four. And verse 5, it says, we will walk in wisdom towards them that are without, redeeming the time. 
for the days are evil. We must do everything to redeem the time for the days are evil. And that's why we must honor God with our time. When we wake up in the morning, it doesn't mean that 24 hours belongs to us. And 20, 24 hours can be reduced to, it could be reduced to two. The same 24 hours could be reduced, or could be lengthened to another person to, you know, for him, the liberty to use all the 24 hours. Why? Because there are so many things that are staying in the gap or staying in a, giving us a, an opaque nature of our life. It could be social media. You're trying to do one thing. Social media stands in your face and it will obstruct you in every part of your, your full step. It could be gossip. It could be friendship that is not necessary on the phone, on the phone, on the phone. And your children are slipping away and you do not recognize that position that you are supposed to make them come back to the fold. A, a poor relationship with your husband, with your wife, and he is sleeping away, or she is sleeping away, and you are losing grip. It could be your work, it could be your relationship. Honoring God means that you pay attention to these things. It means that I pay attention to these things, that time and purpose is of God. And as many as would relate to this, the Lord will give us the grace to be able to understand that honoring God with our time is very, very, very important. Psalms 144 verse 4, man is like a vanity. His days are as shadow as passeth away. We are all passing away gradually. And that's why we must use every opportunity to be able to honor our God. We must honor our God not by our lips alone, but we must honor him with our heart. The Bible says, let your speech be always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know, you may know how to answer every man. Sometimes we use our mouth to destroy our relationship. Honoring God with our lips, with the fruit of our lips, with our mouth, because it comes all from the heart, and we'll be honoring with grace. Honor man, we'll be honoring God. He says, honor God with your talent. Don't allow your talent to go away. Some of us can speak. Some of us can sing. Some of us can invest. Some of us can, you know, make partnerships in every department of our lives, and the Lord will honor it. The, the Bible wants us in Matthew chapter 26, 25 and verse 14 through, um, through 30 there, that you 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 honor God with your abilities, with your giftings, with your abilities in the in in your families, in your extended families, in the family of God, the church. You, God wants us to honor Him. The God wants us to honor Him as a temple. Your heart, your mind, your body, your soul. He says in First Corinthians chapter six and verse eighteen through twenty. He says, "Flee fornication." He says, "Your body, your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost." He says, "You are bought with a price." He says, "You are bought with a price." So honor God with your temple. That body that God has given to you is your temple. He says, "You should honor God with your treasure and with your substance." And the Lord will lift you up, and the Lord will, you know, bless you. And the Lord will give you the ability to be able to honor him in every department of your life, in our lives, in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not lose your children to this, the, 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 the unnecessary trippings of this world. It is unnecessary. Sometimes when people, I see, sometimes, um, you know, you delve into seeing some videos and people say, I am in Dubai. 
I am in Dubai. Ah, you have to do this and do this. Ah, this is the best place to be. No, 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 no. It could be one of the places to be, but not the best place to be. The best place to be is for you to be in the presence of God. It's for you to be in the things of God, in, you know, emancipating yourself by the grace that the Lord has appointed unto each and every one of us. That is what we are supposed to be doing. That is what we are consistently supposed to be doing. Honor God with all that you have, with your heart. He says that with your soul and with your body, when you honor God, it is God's doing that we are still here. And therefore, every minute that we have is to honor him. Just live with sobriety of, you know, of purpose so that the Lord will see us and know that these ones are mine. I want us to lift up our voices. The grace to honor God, Father, provide for me today in the name of Jesus. The grace, the grace to honor you in all that I do, Father, provide in the name of Jesus. I open my heart to you that I may honor you, that I would have no choice but to honor you in the name of Jesus. Honor the Lord with all your substance. Honor the Lord with your body. Honor the Lord in your family. Honor the Lord in your matrimony. Honor the Lord in your business. Honor the Lord in your, you know, Maria, honor the Lord in all that you do, and the Lord will show you mercy. The Lord will show each and every one in mercy. In the Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want to say, Father, I'm casting down every imagination, every pride to honor you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I release myself to your honor. Every pride, every imagination, I cast it down that I may honor you in the name of Jesus. Ah, Lord. Lord, I pray, oh Lord, that my life will not be cut off because of the, in the mundane things of today. Honoring you because you are a good God, and a faithful God, and an honest God. Let your God be sufficient for me. Let me be not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation, unto him that believes. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.